Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Merry Christmas, shitheads, or should I say, Happy Holidays. That's right, I'm commencing the war on Christmas. But before I call you all to battle to the North Pole to kill Santa Claus, I just want to tell you about Mac Weldon underwear and socks and sweats and t-shirts and all that stuff. But look, I know it sounds hack because I'm a podcast host and here I am hocking you some Mac Weldon underwear. But in reality, I use my own promo code this year, which is Mighty BT Dubs, um, to replace all of my underwear with Mac Weldon underwear. I no longer wear any other underwear but Mac Weldon underwear. They're comfortable. They fit big guys like me. The waistband doesn't fold if that's an issue because if you have a belly, the waistband doesn't fold up and end up being like a little G-string on you. Um, it fits comfortably. It stays down around the thighs rather than becoming some sort of sumo diaper. And they look good. They smell good. And they stay comfortable all day. I, I know I said they smell good. But they have a line of silver, which is like one of their lines. And it's com- naturally antimicrobial. But that's just underwear, which is what I need, right? They also sell socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants. I bought... Three pairs of sweatpants, one in each color. They're comfortable as hell, and they look pretty formal. I wear them on flights. Socks is my next thing. As soon as I get another, hopefully another little promo code or a little extra little bonus for being a podcast host, I'm going to replace all my socks with Mack Weldon socks. I... I never thought I gave a shit about having good underwear. I wore other brands for so long it didn't even matter. Now I have good underwear, and... Okay. Just get yourself some Mack Weldon underwear, all right? Or Mack Weldon anything. If you want to try a pair of the underwear and you don't like it, you get to keep it and you can get a refund. So just do that at minimum. At minimum, buy yourself a pair of underwear and then get the refund. So you can try a pair of underwear. The promo code is MIGHTY. Get you 20% off. Promo code MIGHTY. You can wear these underwears to work out, go on dates, work out, squat, deadlift, press, bench, hang power clean. You could use it. You can wear them while you're fingering a girl. You can wear it while you're fingering a guy. You can give a hand job in them. You can get a hand job in them. They really are the best. All right? Do yourself a favor. Get yourself some Mack Weldon gear. Promo code MIGHTY. I, 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 I,
What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your host, Johnny G, your boy, your boy, the number one fuck boy, the number one fuck boy, the number one fuck boy. What's up, guys? We're in the High and Mighty studio. Joining me today is comedian, writer, at midnight panelist and friend <laughs> Matt Goldich. Matt, hello, hello, how's John. it going, sir? Oh, wow, Arthur gets really excited for your intro. Does he recognize it? Does I he... I think he knows. Well, he also gets keyed up the second the smell of like marijuana starts happening because okay. he knows. Yeah, I'm getting down to his level. There you go. <laughs> as our, as always, my co-host, my si- almost silent co-host Arthur is here. He's going to be scurrying around a lot. He's excited that Goldich is here. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, you should be. Yeah, I don't normally. I mean, it's funny because I don't. Love dogs, but I'm actually staying uh, in a house while I'm here with dogs, and so I'm. It's like a big, like a dog vacation for me. Oh, yeah. no dog for you. no dog. You're not a dog guy. You're a kid I mean, guy, which I'm is not, enough. I am a kid guy. That's yeah. Which is like having <laughs> is it, ten. Is dogs, the term but... a father? Yeah, father. <laughs> I believe father is the term. Yeah. I guess you don't want to no, be considered kid, a kid, yeah, kid guy. I'm a kid enthusiast. Yeah, you don't want to be one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the most um, PC spin on pedophilia yeah, I have I'm ever. A connoisseur heard. of children. <laughs> I'm and, a kid. Uh, yeah, no, I just uh, enjoy kids. Kids company. I do. Yes. Is there anything wrong with a grown man who uh, likes kids but not dogs? No. This is fun. I'm. 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 He seems very, very friendly. What kind of dogs are staying with uh, that you're staying with? Uh, what do you call it? They're the same dogs that the Obamas have. Uh, uh, Portuguese, Portuguese water, water dogs. dogs. Yeah, two of them. So. Oh. So. Little tubos. There you go. Um, all right, Matt. Before we get into talking our topic, which I always tease out, and I always actually say this joke now, so I really got to put a stop to it. But I always tease it out, and then remember that it's in the title of the podcast. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm like, oh, let's not tell them we're talking about game shows yet. But they clicked on something that's right. Yeah. yeah, that's a big problem. That's a huge problem, <laughs> <laughs> guys. Between me saying the title of the podcast and Trump, this whole country is going down. Oh, Those boy. are the two things yeah. in that order. In that order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can I hold that, it like this? Is this? Okay? Yeah, you can hold. Okay. It like that, you can go. I do Freddie Mercury where okay, I hold the whole go. mic stand. No. Uh, yeah, I realized that you were like I was very much hunched over, and I'm not even a tall guy, so I don't really know what was happening. Yeah. I have these half mic stands. Yeah. That's the problem. So we're gonna read a little, uh, a couple of quick reviews before we get into our topic. And so starting with this, this is from Abnormal Four Five Six. If you're trying to see another perspective outside of your liberal intellectual bubble, then look no further. Jan Grabass is as dumb as they get. He has no taste and no capacity to learn. I particularly hate his drooling over chain food restaurants that fuel his obvious digestive issues, i.e. burps and farts, heard on the podcast. <laughs> Can't miss pod. <laughs> Love him. Uh, thank you, Abnormal456. Uh, I'm not dumb but yeah i definitely am outside your uh, liberal intellectual bubble i mean you're sort of off to the side of the bubble maybe <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't know i'm bubble adjacent you did get out the burp immediately before we went on air in this case so maybe you'll yeah. be done for the hour no, oh, no you wish more coming yeah no i've been yeah. firing sbds okay. since i started screaming <laughs> fuck boy <laughs> maybe, maybe that's that maybe that's what arthur's excited about i tried to yeah that is uh my silent farts i did have a iced coffee and protein shake uh, blended. I blended myself with some bananas and almond butter. Yeah. So there's a good chance this gets paused and I okay. fucking Fair <laughs> enough. Well, destroy a quick toilet. I'll be happy to uh, 
hang with Arthur while that happens. <laughs> All right, thank you, thank you. Uh, this is we, you've been over my house now for about fifteen minutes, and I've mentioned the toilet twelve times. Yeah, I'm that's sorry. I'm um that's fully. I mean, you know, I'm on game. <laughs> we could talk. One of the topics I suggested if we I, that we maybe talk about me being gluten free. So that's a whole other thing for another episode. Oh, but, we uh, should, I have we... plenty of toilet experience. <laughs> I have tons of toilet yes, experience. Yeah. That's how you got the job at, at Myers, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's your toilet. resume just says yep. toilet yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on... Exactly. Yeah. I also clean toilets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my toilet experience has nothing to do with shitting. Yeah. Um, this is from Bang Bang This Ain't. Oh, okay. I get it now. <laughs> this is called, uh, this is from Lemmer Nick, but the title is Bang Bang This Ain't. Right. Garb John Briss, who is most well-known for his baffingly many appearances on hit podcast Comedy Bang Bang as disgusting human garbage Gino the Intern, where Gabrus stretches what truly qualifies as a character. In another life, Gabrus was cast in Entourage playing Turtle with less charm than Jerry Ferrara. Any podcast appearance with Gabrus is always a delight. Five stars. <laughs> I would take a less charming Jerry Ferrara. Yeah. Who I think is maybe the most charming human being alive. <laughs> right? Yeah, there you go. You're a poor man's Jerry Ferrara. Uh, thank you. Uh, did you watch Entourage? I watched every single episode of Entourage. Me from too. From the beginning to the end. And did you watch it... Did, Every a lot of people I know watch it ironically, uh, no. and I watch it unironically for about five yes. seasons. Yes, well, the first few seasons are genuinely, I think, good and funny. And we were in our twenties, and then they slowly <laughs> started eliminating jokes and hoped that no one would notice. And uh, it stopped I, becoming. A I comedy. would say about two years after they did that, I noticed. <laughs> right. uh, and then I was like, "Wait a minute, what happened? Why? Did, how did I end up watching this uh, half-hour drama about Hollywood?" It became and, uh, so full yeah. of itself as if the act the, it, the job of acting was it important. really did and then not only that i watched the movie okay i have a lot of hot takes on i movie. <laughs> i found myself not hating it as much as i expected to because it was set up as like an abomination the movie was sort of like plugged as like this is the worst movie of all time and what it was was an hour and a half long or two hour long entourage episode right it was and, a terrible movie but if you know the entourage brand it was fine yeah. it was just a fine way to spend it was like watching four season six episodes it, back it to was back. exactly which is like you know i would have done that too so <laughs> i, I mean who am i i did do it so who am i to complain but yeah, yeah i yeah. feel the same way and the thing yeah. that the entourage movie does that the show itself does but the movie really juices up because they jam in so many celebrity cameos yeah. is the cameo is where you they give the context for the celebrity so they don't have to say their name yeah. like it'll be like Cristiano Ronaldo is like juggling a soccer ball and it's like right. Drew Brees is like yeah. throwing a football like it's always like ah yeah. Yeah. hey Ronda staying in the UFC ring Miss <laughs> Rousey like- <laughs> it's their way of being like trust us this is a well known celebrity right it's, uh, it's like yeah. one it's a verbal Chiron yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man but but uh, it's one of those things where it, it's so funny how there's like a few comedy things where some people, for whatever reason, even in com- like there's this rule in comedy like you're not supposed to shit on other comedies, but right. Entourage is one of those where like, oh no, it's fine. But uh, but I but I sort of do agree with you. I take the other side where I'm. Just I like, think most people right. are like at least most comedy dudes I know that watched Entourage were the same thing. Like, oh yeah, I was into it for yeah. like four seasons and then couldn't get out when I knew it was bad, so yeah. I just flipped my POV watching right? it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can, it's probably confusing, though, if you watch Mr. Selfridge first. Um, <laughs> yeah, because it is, then, yeah. that is the, uh, yeah. that's the prequel. So I would say Entourage <laughs> and then Mr. Selfridge. Go that order if you can. That's just the easiest way to do it. All right, and here's the last review from Drew Carrymore. Oh, good mm. pun. 
Oh, and uh, I'll give him a shout out for the title of the review is just some guy with a 516 area code. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you. That's a real Long Island dig there. Gabrus, you are just some guy from Long Island. That is all you are and all you will ever be. Any other notions you have about yourself are narcissistic lies you created to ease your self-hatred about how little you will ever contribute with your comedy and buffoonish presence. When I read these reviews, I notice how few people use commas because I get out of breath at the end of like a nine word sentence. (laughs) You are that guy from Long Island who goes to the Best Buy in Levittown, then to the Wendy's across the street, and then to the Coles to buy a knockoff Tiki Barber jersey. That is who you are. A guy from Long Island who is nothing else. Five stars. I listen every Thursday unless Doughboys is really good. And if so, I'll listen to that twice instead. Wow. Thank you. Shout out to my favorite podcast, Um, (laughs) The Doughboys. All right. Isn't Long Island traditionally more Jets country or am I wrong about that? You are correct about that because they practice at Hofstra. So a lot of people become fans that way. Right. But um, it also it's more Mets territory. But I think the Italians are Yankee fans. Yeah. That's what I that you know because it's like DiMaggio, my grandfather loved him or whatever, or my yeah. dad, depending on how old the person is. Mets is like Jews and comedians. Yes, it's like Jews. It's it's Queens. Yeah. <laughs> so which is there Jews and comedians? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I ended up being a Giants fan because of the classic. Like my dad was a Giants fan. Right. My brother rebelled for a couple of years and went with the Eagles just to spite my father. That's who, you know? I'm an Eagles fan. Are so, you? Yeah. But you're from. I grew, out, grew up outside Philly. Yeah. So yeah. I get yours and Goldstein's bios confused, but they're, they're very, they are very similar. similar so yeah. I'm not yeah. Goldstein. He, so <laughs> but he's so excited that I'm. Uh, he was. We the should one, shout out Andrew, yeah, Goldstein, Andrew Goldstein, the co-host, co-host of your podcast. Sorry, I've been so busy, and we have. On the Showbriz uh, Studios I I, Network? I, yeah, there you go. You've listened. <laughs> and you know we have a running joke, or not a running joke, but a running thing on the podcast about um, you've come up a lot on the podcast, <laughs> and we have yet to establish uh, whether, like 100% accurately, whether or not you have children. <laughs> right. So, I heard so the Michelle it, Collins right, episode. It came up on the Michelle Collins episode where we somehow got off on a sidetrack, a tangent about whether or not you Goldstein and your wife saw me like children. the day before, so he needed to bring me up on the yeah, podcast exactly. to get a little Gabrus yeah, yeah, yeah. adjacent. He likes, uh, he's very yeah. get that Gabrus runoff pussy. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but then it, it, I, talk about like things that nobody cares about. It has come up like six times in different episodes on the podcast about whether or not. Um, well, you have children. Goldich, you're here now. You do not. Have I children. do not I have can children. Tell right away from the minute I walk into your home. No, but uh, but um, I we pretty much established it, but then we never like it was Confirmed. more fun to just not know. Both you of know? you knowing all my contact info. Yeah, we could have. We could have. No, it was more fun to just have you keep coming up. Uh, we're such good friends, yeah. and we're not positive if I'm a kid guy or not. Well, I would, because I, when I used to live here, I would run into you around town, you and yes. your, your lovely wife. Usually brunches usually, around La Brea. Yeah, brunches around La Brea. We lived in the same neighborhood, and for, and we did not, I did not have a child at the time, and I don't know, I guess in my head, maybe I thought like you would just follow the same like, like, progression same as me, like <laughs> eventually like I would have a kid, and then, well, obviously if I did, then he yeah. had to. The last time I saw him, he didn't. Yeah. I have one now. So, <laughs> yeah, transitive property, yeah. It only makes sense, but... um. Uh yeah, but uh it's uh it it's probably good that you don't. <laughs> right. Oh, I think I think it might be too at this no, point. No, but you should. But yeah, but I it's but you do you do get high. I I could not. There are people who probably still smoke weed and have kids, but I, I think there's a lot of weed dads out there, yeah, especially there are. in California. Yeah, I there you like, go. Yeah. I I I I wouldn't say I've give, given it up. I just sort of like never really I did, you know, in college and stuff, but I never really <laughs> That was the other thing I was like um when Goldstein said I should do the podcast, 
I had only listened to the Horatio uh, episode, <laughs> and I thought, but, uh, do pe- is this a common misconception that, that people, people think, think, you, think have you have to, to get high on the podcast? Yeah, I or think did so. it start that way, or what? No, it's sort of just, I really like the name, and that was what the podcast was going to be. Which, yeah. Uh, originally, it was going to be me getting high with a guest, and then taking yeah. super strong stances on right. something, like yeah. High and Mighty. And then I was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, well, what's what do I want to do? I'm like, well, whatever I want. And so yeah. I backed off any any semblance of a fucking because i would be happy to get high with you sometime like once every two years like with a lot of planning (laughs) and uh no responsibilities we could do that you can look at my desk right now my wife's out of town so i'm in the middle of doing some uh serious spring cleaning yeah (laughs) but uh i don't know that i would on air i don't i just don't no it makes sense if you're not a weed smoker it is not cool to be have a microphone in front of you (laughs) there you go i am a avid weed yeah. smoker and often have microphones there in front of me and still don't like the combination <laughs> well you know we all hate ourselves for different reasons and speaking so. of hating ourselves that's a great topic to transition to our to- uh, that's a great <laughs> opportunity to transition to our topic which is game shows yes game shows how are my levels uh the levels look good i think okay. i'm shouting and i think they're working all right good all right i just wanted to confirm um so Goldich, when we were talking back and forth you you said in an email, I was like, oh, yeah, you're going to be in town. Let's do a podcast. You said in the email, I am very boring. Yeah. And I said, no way. What what things are you interested in? And you sent me an email, and I was like, he is very boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, you asked me, like, for instance, like, what TV shows and movies am I into? Yeah. And, like, the, an- like, the answer is very boring, which is, like, because, first of all, I don't like any comic book or, um, like, act. Like uh, sci-fi or uh, fantasy movies. Okay. So like fair. I don't like any of the, or TV shows. So any of like the cool shit that people watch, like Game of Thrones, like Westworld, uh, not, what, not into. You know. And so like when people ask, so like, well, what TV shows do you watch? I was like, I don't know, like Breaking Bad, The, the, the Wire, Mad Men. Those are like good TV shows, <laughs> right? right? We could have talked about Entourage. I watched. For this uh, we could have talked. We could have. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I like comp, but I don't. So like, it eliminates like a large swath of like right. what like people talk about. You know. I I, was, I don't know. What movies do I like? I don't know. I watch whatever screeners they send me. You know, <laughs> Whatever I, I can watch from yeah. home. Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, Hell or High Water? Uh, I did watch that. I liked yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That was know. like the first Guild screener. But like, uh, you know, what movies? I don't know. I liked Trainwreck. We're not going to talk about that for an hour. That's like <laughs> That a, would be really yeah, funny to talk about Trainwreck yeah. today. Yeah. yeah. It's like not far <laughs> enough in the past. It's not big enough of a movie. It's not recent uh, enough. Yeah. And we just kind of be like, yeah, I love yeah. Schumer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's great. It's a great movie. LeBron is a better actor. Yeah. a lot of guys I know. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, so, like, I was just, I was, I don't know, I just started throwing things out there. Yeah, and, and you uh, randomly, I also have written on a bunch of game shows. Oh, there we go. That's what you said. I didn't even know. Yeah, I said that. You yeah, said that, and I, then I was like, well, I've hosted three oh, or four game wow. shows and See, been on one. I didn't even one. know that. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm excited to talk about this. Right. Because so, I've always, uh, like, so I have gone back and forth between, like, comedy writing jobs and then game show writing jobs which is like the new york writer yes run like yeah. you have to jump on who wants to be a millionaire just to get in the guild yeah yeah that was like actually who wants to be a millionaire was my first ever i i got hired as a researcher there that was my first game show job uh yeah. my first game show that i was ever on was also an embassy row produced oh what yeah. was that that was i was on a game show called studio seven which was like who wants to be a millionaire oh, but they yeah. live together for did a... pat kiernan host that yes yes pat... i was a contestant on that when wow. i was 22 i uh 
I I feel like that was one where it was like I could have worked on it, but I didn't. But I worked on another Pat Kiernan hosted game show called, called Pop Culture World Trivia. Series of Pop Culture, yeah, 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 World Series of Pop yeah. Culture, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? That was my first. I was a researcher there for three seasons. But who wants to be Which a means you just like fact check the questions, yeah. <laughs> and this was like back in the day of. Um, you had to have at least one, if you could, like book hard copy source because the internet was, this was like 2003, 2005, and the internet was still considered like, like a wild um, somewhat West. unreliable. Like now we all know that like Wikipedia uh, is like the most accurate source pretty much. Right. But there used to be a day where like anyone could update Wikipedia and then they wouldn't, nobody, they wouldn't change it. Right, because it would be like yeah. the people who knew how to use the internet. Yeah, the I, people. I specifically remember once like my friend emailing me like, back in the day or something like a link to the wikipedia entry for the the singer tiffany <laughs> and it was like she is also known to give the best blowjobs of anybody <laughs> in the music industry and they just left it up there for like days like nobody like even noticed it was like a wasteland so that like, and that was one of your questions for who wants to be a million yeah right? yeah it was sixteen thousand. Yeah, yeah 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 the guy guessed debbie gibson what a fucking idiot no should have um, po- yeah. phoned a friend but uh, should have yeah but uh yeah so it was like it was um it was honestly not that hard a job. It was basically like two hours of work a day spread out across. Did you have to ever go to the library? I did once. Well, there was a there was a, like an in house library, like a, like a one room library of like books in the office. Did you work out of the Embassy Row offices that no, were right by you were on Varick? Yeah, I was in a couple different offices. One thing that was interesting was like for legal reasons. They kept the writers and researchers in one office, and then they kept the production staff in another office because there had to be no chance that uh, writers or researchers, people who work with questions, would ever run into a uh, contestant or like yeah. casting people. Right. By the way, I later worked on several other game shows, which had much more lax rules. And but like, I will say, cost. it's crazy how much legal shit goes on behind There's the scenes of, of game legal shows. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... Um, you know, obviously, like going back to like the quiz show days. Like, I just watched... rewatched Quiz Show. And I should pre- watch Quiz Show again. It took. I remember it being good when I saw it. Was it was really yeah. good, and, um, it, and it holds up. It's. Re- yeah. I mean, it's Chitaro, so it's right. fucking yeah. awesome. But, yeah. uh, it's like you know, there's a lot of uh, yeah, legal rules about like you know, people you know, crossing paths and stuff. So like, we were in a separate office, and uh, we it was the researchers and the writers. I did once have to go to like one of the the New York public libraries. Hello, Arthur. Uh, to research some question, I don't remember what it was, but it was like it was, was sort of one of those things where um, it, there would be these complicated questions, and they would be a pain in the ass to research, and nobody would want to take them. And then it'd be like, well, you could leave the office and per- go to the library and pretend like it takes you four hours when it takes one, and just right. fart around. You that know? was the thing you had to learn as a yeah. PA was like when uh, or well, a, a researcher yeah. or whatever. When as a PA, you learn it's like. Um, yeah, you got to stay at your desk and do this, or it's like, hey, can you make a run? You're like, oh, run, that's awful. But yeah. you don't know how long the no, run takes. exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So I'll yeah. walk super slow, pop my headphones in. Um, yeah, so it was a, uh, I, it was a, fu- it was kind of a, fu- it was good, you know, nice people. And then I, the other story I remember from, uh, was one time I had to research a book on, or I know I had researched a story on, uh, or a question on Pilates, like someone asked a question, and so I was like, Mid two thousand Pilates. Yeah, that's this like, was that's like early in the days of Pilates. Yeah. yeah. So I went into the uh, library to uh, see if there was a, 
anything on Pilates. And I looked and I saw there was a book called Pilates. And I was like, what are the chances? And then I removed it and I realized it was uh, called Pirates. It was about pirates. <laughs> and it was just one letter off. And that was that blew my mind that pirates and Pilates are really only one letter difference. Right, because they're pronounced so yeah. differently and mean such different yeah. things. That's really It's one of those things where uh, I uh, my also – there's another one. My wife is uh, works in mediation. And I always think I'm seeing things about mediation, but they're really about meditation. meditation. Yeah, 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 those yeah, words yeah. are super similar. Yeah, yeah, so I'm like, oh, I saw this article about. Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, and meditation is so zeitgeisty and du jour. <laughs> I know, and mediation is someday, hopefully, knock on, knock on our. We can do it. Uh, like, yeah, like divorce couple mediation, that kind of mediation. She does uh, all kinds, but like conflict. Um, yeah, conf- oh. any sort of like conflict resolution, but that's a big one. That is one of those things where if you ask people if they've heard of mediation, uh, the people who are divorced always have. Yeah. Like, I know what that is. Yeah, yeah. And I only know what it I've is because I'm on episode four of Divorced on HBO. Oh, really? <laughs> and I had never heard it before. Oh. Yeah. We've, I swear to God, we've watched the first three. Now I'll keep going. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know That's that. That's really funny. The fourth one, they go yeah. to a mediator. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, uh, that makes sense. I'm going to, now we, uh, yeah, we're working our way through it. Oh, that's um, awesome. Uh, here, b- back it up real yeah. quick. Were you a fan of game shows growing up? Oh, my God. Yes. I, I mean, feel like, like a lot of like slightly above average intelligent c- comedy people who are yep. quick witted have a background in like watching Jeopardy with their yeah. family. Loved watching Jeopardy. That was big in my um, house. Yeah. Loved watching um, uh, like on a sick day for sure. Like stayed Oh, home, you'd run through the prices, watch, like, right? The US, USA, like um, yeah, for sure. Price is right. Like press your luck. Press your luck was my uh, favorite non trivia game show. Yeah. On TV. My favorite. Which I later got to work on, but I feel like I think my favorite game show growing up was always the twenty five thousand dollar pyramid. Oh, and I would yeah, love when, especially like the celebrities that they would like the older reruns they would show with like these celebrities that I didn't even really know, but like it was just I I just for whatever reason I love the gameplay of it. Like it's yeah. just a really fun. Like it's exciting, a very yeah. simple. It's like a party game in yeah. the best way. It doesn't have home playability. That's the problem. You can't no, play it's along very hard. Ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I did love Prices Right, Press Your Luck, Jeopardy. I loved game shows growing up always like i feel like i definitely tried out in high school for like the like the version of wheel of fortune where you go on with your teacher which is super lame yeah that's... i think i sh- i think i tried out not knowing that i would have to like pick a teacher to go on with <laughs> and like i probably like if they it's one of those things where uh, if they chose you, you'd you be chose like, you, I got, guess I, you, you gotta, gotta do it. Do it. Yeah. And then you're the fucking kid who went on Wheel of Fortune with your teacher, which uh, you never I, really lived down. I always wanted to be on Jeopardy. I yeah. always we would I would crush Jeopardy at home. Yeah. Um and uh, like my dad like that would be the only thing we could have on during dinner. But ideally we would finish dinner and stay at the dinner table, spin the TV around, yeah. and then watch Jeopardy and then sometimes you know, back yeah. to back like Trebek and Sajak. So sometimes yeah. we'd roll through to. I've uh, never really meal. stopped trying to get on Jeopardy. I've taken the online test multiple times to try to get on. I've. It's funny that I've never been on. You've been on a game show. I've never been on. I tried out for. I tried out for this sports game show in college called Two Minute Drill, the okay. CSPN game I show. I remember that. And I remember like taking the test, and um, I compared my answers with the guy next to me, and we literally went through every question, and he got one more question right than me and he made it to the next round of the audition and I didn't. I was oh. so mad. And it, oh. yeah, but uh, I feel like they avoid people who actually are funny and interesting. Maybe. And, uh, it does seem at like this that. moment. I'm realizing yeah. I have had some comedy and peers beyond game shows. I know. I feel right? bad. That means you're not. No. Funny. Yeah. You're <laughs> the worst of that group, but you're the best of the game show. Group. Um, <laughs> you're the funniest but, game show guy. Um, what's it called? But, uh, I, um, uh, 
I've it's I've tried out so so hard to be on game shows and it's weird that I've never been I you know but I've ended up working for a bunch but I'm still kind of it's weird even after having worked for them that I'm still a little bit uh, resentful but my the other thing about game shows is some of them they don't want you to be too good at it which is weird right like my brother tried out for the weakest link before he uh, ever before it ever made it was on the air for whatever reason they had auditions in Philadelphia where he, we were from and he didn't get picked and he was like I don't understand I got every question right why didn't I get picked and then you watch the show and you realize like oh now they they want idiots on they, purpose because that's like the that funny, makes it yeah. exciting yeah, yeah. and yeah, then yeah. I think nowadays they want um, viral capabilities at all times it's like yeah. all the family uh, I think a family feud comes to mind by the way that's another great sick day game show favorite oh. very Fam- yeah home I might- play play along ability I, now that I think about it uh, the feud maybe might have been my favorite to watch over pyramid yeah because um, the feud was like a almost like a sketch show yeah <laughs> like- it really is yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like a variety show there was like monologue there's like yeah. a big group scene yeah um, and now I think the reason I brought it up is I think that Steve Harvey is like actively pursuing the you know the yeah. the cheeky answer where it's like yeah. things you have in your nightstand drawer right. it's like things you keep in your ass on flights <laughs> it's like they just want someone to say something yeah. dirty that they can well, you, cut and, together and you can't um you can't just kiss random women on the lips anymore like and Richard that's Dawson. Bold, by the way I want to talk about that. <laughs> I have to fucking crush my nuts on the subway, <laughs> and I can't kiss strangers on the lips anymore. Is Artie doing a deep dive on your genitals? He really already? is. He's doing a Richard Dawson. Oh, on there's my a, genitals. there's clearly a spilled piece of granola. He'll track oh, really? it down. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. All right, it. okay, that's fine. He'll find it. Um, but uh, <laughs> Un- yeah. you unzipped? Okay. Oh, yeah, hello. Uh, yeah, but um, it's uh, yeah, that was Family Feud's a good one. What I feel like I had a good Family Feud story, but I don't. Um, I remember. Uh, oh, one time I was watching an. This is so random. Like these are just like memories you have as a kid. But like I was watching an old Family Feud, and it was like I don't even remember what the question was. Like names an appliance you don't want to leave on in your house, and uh, he someone says coffee pot, and Richard <laughs> Dawson goes uh, coffee pot. And now, like, for whatever reason, anytime I say coffee pot, you, you say I say like coffee pot. Like, I just say it like that because of this, like, one family feud I watched, like, 20 years ago. All right, I'll play along. I have one burned in my head okay. uh, uh, game show memory is I must have been, like, 10 watching uh, uh, Wheel of Fortune with my grandma. And the, the puzzle said blank O-R-R-E-S-T space g-u-m-p it said artist okay. gump okay. and it said uh, uh you know proper noun or people place or thing and the woman buzzes in there's one letter left and you could see that it's like it's like an elderly black woman and two like fat white 40 year old balding dudes and they're like salivating and the woman's like i'd like to solve the puzzle and i remember because she had like a southern accent she's like Morist gum, <laughs> and the two dudes were like, "Oh, I feel awful that this oh is how I'm God. winning." The sweet old lady is just like Morist gum. I mean, that would have a hundred million hits today, right? right? Exactly. On YouTube, I, I bet you, you was, can track you it probably down. Track yeah. down hey, you know, now you're reminding me. I completely forgot about this, but one of my first ever stand-up jokes was about this family, other family feud that I saw, where the question was, uh, besides the bird. Name something you'd find in a bird cage, and the <laughs> woman just goes, uh, "How about the bird?" Woo! <laughs> Woo! And, and uh, people just start uh, 
she, they started like clapping as if like her family was <laughs> as if they were just like if they rooted hard enough for what was you know that was a segment wrong. producer you, who prepped yeah. them now from behind the scenes point yeah, of view you must clap even no matter how uh, yeah. idiotic if you, the well, after is. your answer don't yeah. even think about it just start cheering and clapping yeah. always it was uh I and then I was like literally like my you know when in your early days of doing stand up you're basically just repeating funny things that you saw and that was like one of them <laughs> my my like my earliest attempts at stand up were like very deep just like Jean-Claude Van Damme conversations yeah. and i was like oh man i wish podcasting was around <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the way to get these opinions yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, i have a, i have 90 minutes on van damme <laughs> yeah well i'm not the guest for that <laughs> no, but uh, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah what other uh, game shows had you worked on uh okay so almost always as a writer right writing uh, Questions uh, mil- yes, or writing banter. Yes. For millionaire host? was uh, everything else was. So I was a researcher on Millionaire for uh, three. Se- and that what happened was they uh, after my one first season there, they were like, uh, oh, like I did a good job. And they were like, uh, we're going to hopefully be able to hire you as a writer. Like, just sit tight. And uh, then uh, they were like, any writing position opens up like you're going to get it. And then they were like, uh we're reducing the number of writers from seven to four. And I was like, okay. And then I had to stay there for two more years as a researcher, which was kind of a bummer, but it was a good gig. And then I got a job researching on this other sports game show called Stump the Schwab. I remember Stump the yeah. Schwab, of course. Because uh, what happened was they had a season where there were a lot of fuck-ups. Like something <laughs> happened where, and I, I don't want to blunt, I don't know whose fault it was, but they, uh, the the researchers that they hired, uh, were not up to snuff. And was so, this for Stump or for for Stump the Schwab? Yeah, okay. And so, like, they reached out to like millionaire with like professional researchers of like, uh, like because what happened was like as an example, they'd be like the question would be like, well, who's the only uh, b- baseball team that wears blue hats? And then um, I, I I don't know the Marlins or whatever. Yeah. And then uh, someone would be like, "What about the Expos?" Yeah. So <laughs> and then like, but the person who was researching would just put like three pictures of Marlins hats that were blue, <laughs> but they wouldn't prove that there weren't any other teams that wore blue hats. <laughs> so like this show is getting all these lawsuits <laughs> of like people like suing and being like, "What the fuck?" I said Expos and like you know. So and so they brought in somebody like after the season was already over, they brought me in to basically just like catch all these mistakes that like had been made and like just so they could like prevent like any future uh damage i hope it's okay that i'm talking about this like 12 years later i think, I think everyone's so. gonna yeah. be okay with the exception so, of schwab he's pissed yeah, right yeah he's pissed about everything <laughs> but uh so uh so they so i got uh i did like a good enough job that i think because of that um they the next season of schwab i asked to be hired as a writer and they hired me as a writer which was like for me it was like my literally my first writing job it was the most fun it was um I was the only person there, uh, stupidly on my own part. Everybody else there was like working on their like spec scripts, yeah. <laughs> and I was like super into like sports trivia. So I was just like <laughs> taking the job like really seriously. Like guys, we get to write sports trivia questions. Really, can you believe it? And that is was, like, in your wheelhouse. Yeah, it's I'm like gonna, writing everyone else's, sports yeah. and a t- and a little comedy. Everyone else was like, I'm going to write one question and then like <laughs> spend the rest of the day like trying to get staffed on the office. And it's like, imagine if like I had uh, had that kind of drive. Like I, I think about that. Like, oh, yeah. what if I worked hard for the last? I 10 know. Years. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
the the light did eventually click on for me, but not till several years later. But but um, but that's a big thing to get that first. Yeah, New it was York also my first writing yeah. job, and it was there was there was fun stuff about it. And mine uh, was the Spike TV Video Game Awards. Oh, there you Chris go. Chris DeLuca hired me. Oh, nice. Love Chris. DeLuca. If we want to continue yeah. to play, continue uh, to play uh, <laughs> very specific uh, geography. New, yeah, um, uh, New York almost, thirty-five plus almost Jewish geography. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, but. The uh, cool thing about Samba Schwab was uh, obviously the late great Stuart Stuart Scott was the host, right? Yeah, and I would I uh, one of my jobs in addition to writing was I would go in and prep him on pronunciations. So uh, like he would be like he was one of those dudes. He was like super nice. I mean, and he, but he was one of those dudes who like you'd knock on his door and be like, "Come in," and then he'd be just shirtless, like, <laughs> and he would be like uh, practicing. He was also, I just remember he would be practicing his uh, golf swing, but, like, not with a club. Like, he'd be doing that thing where you, like, rotate your hips, uh. and you're, like, doing it with your hands, like, pretending. <laughs> and uh, but and he, and he then he would... This uh, is like an ESPN promo. Yeah. Cause he, yeah. Oh, it's exactly like that, because he would just go, uh, now, I was talking to Fred Couples, and he said what I need to do, and then he would start, like, saying, like, you know, like, just name-dropping, like, as if we were in the middle of a conversation <laughs> about, about, golf. about famous golfers that we had met. <laughs> and uh, you're like, and, it's and pronounced... Yeah, yeah. Nomar uh, Garcia Perra. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, I'm just here to do my job, sir. Um, but, uh, and then... Uh, and the Schwab was like this big, like he was actually a professional researcher. He was like the original researcher at ESPN. He was like uh-huh. this big, scary dude who was like a sports encyclopedia. And he, so the contestants would. I love pre technology. There was a guy yeah. when I worked at VH1. I'll just name drop him now. Paul Tonelli, who yeah. was like the VH1 researcher, and right. all that meant was that like you knew the most. <laughs> like, yeah. and that was like pre-internet. It would be like, who knows the most about music? It's yeah, like, that guy, cool. Put him on staff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He says it's true. Trust <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, you go now- by and be like, hey, did Chibo Motto ever have a song? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a guy like that. There's still a use for those people. Like, there's a guy at the Daily Show, I guess, who has like an insight encyclopedic memory of like clips or whatever and oh, like wow. but which like still comes in handy because like i mean i guess you there's a database where you can search but like to know the right clip there is like yeah. an element of adding yeah. the human uh, uh ability of taste yeah or of like you know of like no the angle that needs to be right yeah. in that yeah um but the schwab got so mad at at one time he lost on a question that i had written about um uh I was. It was like what famous trophy was once uh, smashed with a sledgehammer by a Maori tribesman, and uh, <laughs> he uh, he guessed the uh, World Cup, and it was the Americas Cup. And then he lost because of that, and he started storming around the studio going, it's not a fucking geography show. He was really mad. And I was like, it was about uh, the America's Cup. It's not geography. Yeah. But uh, he, was, he was pretty mad. But uh, he, was, he was a scary dude, but, uh, it, but also a nice guy. He, it was like he, would get, he was like one of these dudes who would get super riled up like on camera, like he would get super intense and competitive about the show, but in person was like very nice. Guy. Those are those are the best guys. Yeah, I know the, the, right. uh, those guys who can turn it on for yeah. a sporting event or a sport yeah. trivia. Event. Exactly. Um, I I I hosted a game show called The Substitute on MTV oh, for yeah. forty episodes, which was pretty much cash cab in a 
high school classroom. Right. I would pretend to be a substitute teacher. Then I'd reveal that there's a $5,000 prize and the kids would compete in trivia. And and originally it was going to be like school trivia. Right. But it, it got so MTV'd up that it became like – like people like weren't able to answer like what planet is closest to the sun. Like high yeah. school students were like no idea. And, so, these were, and these were all seniors because they had to be 18. Was it like pop culture trivia? It ended up becoming like a mix of pop culture and that. And it's like, this is terrible. Yeah. Did the, did <laughs> it they... was a good show. I think people uh, enjoyed it. But it was just such like – for me, it was just so depressing to be like have, – having like 30-year-old white guys write questions for like 18-year-old yeah. like city students is like the most like – No, yeah. They're like, they don't even know who Steven Tyler is. It's like, why would they? Yeah, right. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I, you know. They shouldn't. Right. Who cares? Everything he's done since they've been alive yeah. is – and then Not they good. say things yeah. like, well, he hosts American Idol. I'm like, these are still kids. They yeah. don't fucking watch anything I like know. that. That's they don't watch anything we watch. They watch fucking yeah. phone videos of Minecraft. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, that is weird. Yeah, well, you should ask questions about that. And so we had, uh, we had that was uh, Embassy Row as well. So yeah. that was the guys behind who wants to be a millionaire. So we had like... I think a lot of the same staff. Like we had like uh, a law. Uh, we had a game show lawyer, which I think is the coolest title you can have oh, yeah. as a job. Yeah. Did the kids know that they were on a show, or were they season really... two? They knew they were on a show. Season one, they thought they were going to be on a show about student life. So that way, yeah. they ha- that's why they had to be vetted. Right. Um, and then they realized, like by uh, I guess focus grouping or whatever, MTV was like. The viewers at home don't care if it's a surprise. Yeah. It's more about the fun of. A- so then they built a set. Uh, for season two, which made yeah. the job like ten times easier, we didn't have to go to a high school, and that's what happened with Cash Cab. I think eventually, I worked on Cash Cab, but I was oh, that just reminded me, dude. Yeah. I can't believe this hasn't gone. I was on Cash Cab. You as were on well. Cash Cab. <laughs> Whoa, by Let's yourself talk- or with Pete or with-, with my buddy Justin Tyler, who you probably okay. know as well. Yeah. I don't know him. Oh, okay, but uh, I know you. You know Stucky and Murray, though, right? Of they were course. on Cash Cab. Yeah, but uh, I here's the thing about Cash Cab, right? So I wrote questions for Cash Cab, but I was so far removed from the production, I literally never even like saw the cab. I was in like an office. That's awesome. How often questions. how they do it with the yeah. Writers. I I had no idea like what went down on that show. Like as far as the production of it, I've got a good angle on that. I can yeah. talk about. Okay, that. good. Yeah. yeah, let's talk about it. Because I know I know that. Did you know you were gonna be on? Uh, you knew you were going to be on something. What was the? What was All the right. Thing? So the 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 thing that they did was they told us that we we're going to do some seg- we submitted for some seg- show called like My New York, yeah, where you show people around your version of New York. Yes, but I I knew the person who was casting it, and they were like, "This is Cash Cab." Yeah. So you had to answer trivia questions, and then like. Talk about your favorite things in New York and prove that you had a personality or whatever. Yeah. Then on that day, they're like, all right, the 15 pass van is. Oh, fuck. What's that? Oh, oh, no. The van broke down. Do me a favor. Jump in a cab, get in yeah. there, tell them you're going to whatever, Fry Electronics, whatever the fucking tour thing was, Yeah, tell, and, we'll, and we'll meet you down there. But you knew that- I knew what was coming was the cash cab, yeah. but I knew, like, I also know game shows, and I know they got to get people to, yeah. they got to screen people, because I'd assume it was real for a long time until they were like, we're wasting so much time picking up people who don't speak English, don't want to be on if, camera. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if the first season was real or not. I know I know that from very early on, they, and they were, you know, they would tell you you're on a show, but like, if you had sort of- Half a brain, or if you were from New York, you could kind of figure it out. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. The other, yeah. Did you win money? No, and that's the thing. Me and my buddy Justin, uh, former uh, guest on High and Mighty on the Dead Dads episode, we talked. We watched like I DVR'd like twenty hours of the show, and we just like spent one afternoon watching it, and we're 
crushing questions. Yeah. Just annihilating it. We're like, oh shit, we're going to actually win money. And we like pretty much pre spent the money. We were like, yeah. you know, we were like, dude, $1,600 split between the two of us. That's pretty dope. Let's assume we get 1600 We get in there and then we we had a friend on standby who was like, our, we're like, hey, can you be at your computer? Because uh, we're going to be on Cash Cab, but they, we don't know that. But you're our friend we can call. The fucking, we got. We didn't get any money. And they really do drop you off and don't tell what, you. Did you crack under pressure? Were they harder questions? They were surprisingly harder questions. Yeah. And they were like just like a couple of like, yeah. you know, I think we got out on the last question. I remember where we said Sambuca, but the answer was Uzo. Well, Which tough. is like two different yeah. licorice flavored liquors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although the fact that you got out on a drinking question. Is, yeah. That's there's an irony. Deep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, the thing I heard about Cash Cab and I, I can't confirm or deny whether this is true, but this was after I stopped working there. They stopped producing new episodes of the show because no, no matter how many times they ran them, the reruns would get the same exact ratings as the new episodes. <laughs> People just liked watching it, even if they already knew the answers, which is so weird. That's such a weird thing, but, watching um, game shows. But, yeah. Artie, hold on one second. Artie, leave really, Matt's yeah. crotch alone. There you go. <laughs> uh, but um, he really likes it. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a good well, spot for warmth. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's coming right back. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, th- so that was what I heard about Cash Cab. I, I, I wrote questions there for a couple seasons, but I have no idea like what actually went into like you know the filming or like the cameras I have no and the idea. Cam. Yeah. yeah i have no idea i could imagine being a producer on that show the kind of shit you have to yeah. deal with i know um that's such a fun like that fake layers that See, like fake you're on a fake game show to get you on a real game show. i know so you've been on two game shows then yeah i didn't i, I totally forgot wow. about that isn't yeah. it funny like i've totally like i was just looking today because i knew we were gonna talk about this and i was like oh my god i forgot i even worked on that like i used to be it's sort of like my camp count like i used to remember the order of my like teachers from every year or like yeah. my camp counselors and, like it's one thing because like that was 20 years ago these are things that are like less than 10 years ago and i used to be able to remember all the order of like all the shows i've worked on but now i've worked on so many i literally can't even remember the order which and- is and I always remember hearing like old actors or old people being like, "Oh fuck, what was the name of that?" I'm like, "How do you forget a yeah. TV show? How did you forget fucking Godfather Part Two? And now you I know, forgot. Like now, that I was... I, now I understand. Yeah, yeah. Like someone one time was like, "I saw you in something," and I was like, "What was it?" And they were like trying to describe it to me, and I just couldn't figure out what yeah. they were talking. No, about. that seems crazy. Yeah, especially when it's something that like is imp- iconic or important to you. Right. Yeah. They, they were like, "Hey, yeah, I saw you in this." I was like, "Oh, I don't remember." They're like, "How do you not remember being?" I'm like. I like that was like three years ago, possibly, and yeah. I bear and I've had done a hundred things since what, then, or ten. What else have you hosted? I also hosted a game show called Hairjacked for True TV for one season, okay. which was um, Cash Cab in a Salon. All right, where <laughs> this was, by the way, people should know there was a period of uh, of uh, ambush game time, shows. yeah, where uh, Cash Cab in a blank. Was yeah. what everybody wanted to do. And there so, like, was, it was like short. Yeah. It was like five years after Daily Show, but for blank, which right. was another yeah, yeah, thing yeah. everyone wanted to do. Oh yeah, but the Daily uh, Show for sports is a pitch everyone has been talking. Cash about. Cab was a surprisingly huge success. Like and people don't remember, cheap, like it won yeah. Emmys. Like yeah. it was, it was, you know, not yeah, cheap and like you know, it was so like everyone was trying to replicate. Like Cash people Cab, were coming so. to New York hoping to. 
hail the cash cab. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like there, I remember at times, like you know, out of town friends being like, "Wouldn't it be crazy if we got in a cash cab?" Yeah, and you'd be like, "You'd know. You're. You'd. They'd be telling you to show them the Fry's Electronics." Right. Exactly. I'm a PA on Best Week Ever. I think I know how TV works. I worked on that too. Um. Wow. Look at that. Another little overlap. Not a game show. Can't talk. Not a game show. Moving on. Power through tangents. That'll be for the the panel comedian panel clip shows. I wanted to do an episode of this podcast and maybe i'll do it next time i come to new york i wanted to do like a round ta- like a uh viacom round table <laughs> like have like you uh deluca uh stucky and yeah. murray and have like six yeah. do like six people i know that i've worked with for like yeah. over the span of a decade it's this stupid. is literally we're getting into the territory of my podcast with andrew where it's on- the only people that listen to it are people that we uh know personally <laughs> and have worked with and they're the only people that like also it. the only guests you have <laughs> yeah yeah basically but that's who's left in new york that if they really in, is if yeah, you're still friends thing. with them they're if they're there's in their no, mid-30s there's nobody york. left yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're all most of them have moved out to jersey at this point yeah exactly yeah. um but uh so the so i don't I remember that i don't remember that no one remembers okay that. this was like four years ago on true tv when they yeah. were like just putting out all kinds of programming yeah did like 12 or 16 episodes uh, no one ever watched it. It was such a weird thing. Right. They had me dressed so weirdly on that show. It was so upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, like any other of these TV jobs, it's like the producers and the writers were like funny, oh, cool yeah. people who were making like c- c- striving to make yeah. good TV. But we all ended up working on Hairjack. The I mean, like the thing that people, if you don't know, is like. I mean, the job I have now, I'm very lucky. It's both, I think, a good show, and also I really love going to work every day. Yeah. But it's rare you get both of those. Sometimes you work on a really good show where the people are assholes, and sometimes you work on a show where you make some great friends, and it's the most fun, and, <laughs> and the it's show like garbage is programming. shitty, yeah. and it's just like, that's, uh, you know, <laughs> it's like anyone else's job. But, uh, you know, but I mean, like, yeah, it's it can be really fun. And some of the, I mean, and that's the thing, like, something like, cash cab like it's cool to say i worked on it but honestly it was like very much like an office job where i'm just like sitting in a cubicle writing right. questions for eight hours and like punching a clock yeah you're you not know. like running yeah. around on set with like uh yeah with like a and i don't necessarily like being on set i'm actually so uh, i'm i don't like standing for long periods of time <laughs> i prefer to be seated i, like I told to, you this guy is like, not interesting I'm mad cool i like to have my lunch at the a regular time the same time every day i like my coffee at the same time no but um i uh i what is your office coffee schedule i i think once you get to be a certain age you have yeah. like coffee i have a we have a thing called the uh, at Seth Meyers called the Coffee Clutch, which is for I, they'd be mad if I was revealing this. But there are four writers. We have four four shows a week, and Monday through Thursday, and each of those days at uh, two p.m. We uh, one person pays for coffee for the group, so we have an afternoon coffee run to uh, Blue Bottle in, in Rockefeller Center, which I recently found out that uh, three of the four people in the coffee clutch uh, do not like. But we Blue Bottle, <laughs> Blue Bottle coffee. is great. That's I like one we it. We haven't done here I, on uh, yeah, but uh, we've continued with it just because uh, nobody has just feels like changing it. It's just there's this momentum, <laughs> and everyone you everyone knows no the better. standing order it's and like the one office, coconut milk latte yeah. for Lutz. Uh, uh, exactly, no. yeah, and as much. <laughs> As the uh, uh, I love the show, everything about the show, the the office coffee situation is uh, is is not the free coffee is not uh, it's not up to snuff for me. So what, what, what would it 
be like for the four of you guys to just buy like a ninja, one of those things that makes everything. You know what I mean? We should. It would probably yeah, even yeah, yeah. out. In, in, at one the, point, there was a free Keurig. I don't know. You know, I really do like a good drip coffee, but I would do it from like Dunkin' Donuts. I think Dunkin' Donuts is just too far. It's just, you know, you have a yeah. limited amount of time during the day. Blue Bottle's right down And in New York City, it's like if you want Dunkin' Donuts, you probably have to walk past three places selling coffee to get there. There you go. Like, this is yeah, a waste. Yeah, yeah. I'm walking yeah. past at least, yeah. maybe not mom and pop owned business, but ISIS no. owned businesses yeah, yeah, yeah. that I could be supporting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, ISIS, I mean, say what you want. They make good coffee. Solid coffee. You know? Good yeah, drip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what is your coffee order? Uh, I like drip coffee. Yeah. I, I, I will, uh, I, I have like two to three cups of French press coffee in the morning. My wife and I make a large French press that we split. And have it like seven seven thirty, and then in the afternoon I order drip coffee and I put a little bit of milk in it. No I, sugar. No sugar. That's yeah. an adult move. I that, like to yeah, that. I, the, even the milk is like. So I will have black coffee. I prefer a little bit of milk, but yeah. I, if I have to, I'll drink black coffee. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, I make uh, I drink exclusively iced coffee. Oh really? Even when I lived in New York That's, City. Oh and, wow! And I would have to like I think I've said this on the podcast before, but like come winter months, yeah, I'd have to switch my bodegas that I'd get because I knew like Certain, in my t- home t- in my little neighborhood, I'd be like those three places don't carry. They stop making iced coffee. Yeah, I, I got one place to keep making it. That's I was like, great. I'll come and buy it every day. Nice, you like, had to okay. bargain with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do like iced coffee in the summer or you know out here in L.A. or yeah. you know sometimes if I'm driving, I prefer an iced coffee. Uh, it's a I don't want you don't want to. <laughs> I don't like to uh, you know lean back with a hot. Yeah, Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. End up like that lady from McDonald's who sued them. Yo, yeah. that is yeah. always in my head when people have coffee in a car. Right, the McDonald's lady, the McDonald's lady who yeah. sued. That's like one of those things where uh, it was a big story for like six months. Right, and I, re- I have a distinct memory of my dad. My dad was kind of a monster, but in a fun way too. And I remember him saying like. She's suing because she spilled lot. She spilled hot coffee all over her legs and her pussy. No one's gonna go there. No, she she's seventy. You know, like she was an older woman. Like, and my yeah. dad was like, "No one gives a fuck about going there." Yeah. I'm like, Dad, I think if you can like just sue how McDonald's. Old are, how old were you at the time? I'm, I must have been young. I because I, yeah. I would have been that would have been twenty years ago, right? Right. Yeah. I would have been twelve or thirteen. Yeah. yeah. And uh, my dad de- my, casually said pussy to me my whole yeah. life. There you go. Um, but I was like, Dad, no, it, it's a. I remember being like. McDonald's has the money. Sue him. I, would like, I remember thinking like, <laughs> as a kid, like, fuck McDonald's. I would love to hear your dad's take on the uh, the Lorena Bobbitt uh, case. I'm oh, sure yeah. He, I'm sure he had one. Yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if um, like Trump was not uh, becoming president and we could just um, spend the next you know, four years just making jokes about like the lady who spilled, co- like whatever the next version of like the lady who spilled coffee on her crotch right. or like the, you know. There's always a tempered, now everything is tempered like... by like fuck, but for real things are bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so frustrating. It's like, guys, have you, anyone watched Fleabag yeah. on Amazon? It's fucking hysterical. Yeah, well, I can't because America's in the toilet. You know, like, All right, well, I know, catch you right? later. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, like, you know, does nobody want to hear my jokes about the airport on Twitter? Like, do I really? <laughs> Really, uh, really, not now. Uh, when, then when? Yeah, I'm, like, I'm sitting on a really good cuck joke. When, when, <laughs> when can I say this? I know, it's not right? A yeah, dick yeah, thing yeah. To say. <laughs> uh, and then I also hosted a game show called Tra- "Look at that uh, gear shift back." That's why there I host. Yeah. I also hosted a game show called "Santa's in the Barn" for True TV recently, which was. America's Next Top Model, but for Santa Claus. Oh wow! Yeah, it was you last are the holiday guy to host that. Yeah, I am not the guy. Like it's so funny. Like they're like, no, no jokes. They're like, oh no, it's oh. got to be serious. It's got to be heartfelt. I'm like, guys, you cast a 
improviser comedian. I can't memorize lines, yeah. and I can't be serious. They were like, we cast you for the Santa uh, They can't because you're fat and yeah. big. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I told someone I, got, I was hosting a Santa yeah. Claus show, they were like, are you yeah. Santa Claus? And I'm like, no. If, if they wanted someone who was uh, had a beard and was chubby and uh, did not, and was, they could, you know, Richard Karn, I'm sure he's available, uh, he, right? He makes sense, yeah. yeah he makes, he's hosted but they, game shows. They wanted me, and then I went out there and did, it was a fun job, but I would have to do the things like, um, at the dinner table, uh, ask him, do you think anyone crossed you today during, you know, like I would have to ask like, <laughs> Exclusively, and like I worked with these producers who I'll leave their name out, though I guess you could do a little light Googling. They had done a lot of uh, those kind of like competition game yeah. shows, and they were like, they knew how to get tears was... out of people and stuff, which is crazy. Wait, I have a question. Was it like played straight but for laughs, or was it played straight? They had the tone of the thing never made sense. Really? I was like, I was never allowed to be like, what is this fucking show? It's like there's like dog sled races. There's like cookie eating and milk chugging competitions. It was like wrapping gifts. Uh, you know, Has building this aired toys. yet? Oh, it aired eight hour long episodes in the holiday season of 2015. Wow. Yeah. Um, I could not. The tone of the show was so wrong. Like it was always like, ah, it's a little too jokey. I'm like, I'm talking to eight old men yeah. with beards who are like <laughs> waddling, and like also making guys who want to, or guys and gals who want to be Santa Claus compete. Most of them were like seventy year old men, and they were like yeah. blue in the face doing like physical events. Like we had like two medics on set. Oh it was gosh. terrifying. Yeah, that's. I was really like, someone is. check on yeah. Carl. He looks like he's gonna fucking boot. <laughs> yeah, thankfully I've never had any like. Uh... I I was thinking about because I've had other jobs where I had to watch I had to like watch a lot of cable TV shows and then like write jokes about them. I I knew that that had to be because I like 2015 because it had to be after I worked because otherwise I definitely would have heard of it, it if I because I would have been like okay Matt your assignment is to watch uh, Santa's in the barn. Yeah, you're, and, I'm having uh, like yeah. uh, I'm having like heart palpitations flashing back to Best Week Ever where it's like can you watch eight episodes of Real Housewives and log all the times that someone does this and I'm like yeah. Really? <laughs> I watch it. I, I uh, got like I got into so much good TV because of that job. Of like mm. everyone on staff is watching Lost. I'm like, what's the show Lost? They're like, when I got hired, they're like, oh, yeah. it's in season two. Here, here's season one on Beta. You know, like yeah. we, we've DVR'd all. And, so, and I would just watch, and I caught up on Lost. But then I'd also watch all these cable shows. I was yeah. into Top Chef and Top Model. Like I had to know. And I'm like, my life is fucking garbage. I'm working on TV all day and then going home at night and watching TV. Yeah, I'm very glad that I don't. Have to do that. So I actually like. It's funny you mentioned Top Chef. Top Chef is the is one of like two reality shows I actually do. My wife, my wife and I watch every season. We've seen every single one. Top like, Chef and Top, uh, not Top Model. Uh, what was the Heidi Klum one? Oh, uh, uh, the designer one. Yeah, uh, I can't. Fashion, think. Runway Project Runway. Project Runway. Yeah, Project Runway and Top Chef lasted about seven to eight seasons each for me and my wife we yeah. did like we watched those religiously you need those shows that you can watch but they a, fell off hard yeah. i thought yeah um i have to it's uh, not top chef this is top scallop <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I always like you talk about saying coffee pot do you anytime think that... someone says scallop i have a hard time going it's not top scallop it's top chef <laughs> from fabio or Fa Fa fabrizio whatever his name and was. then at what percentage of the time do people know what you're talking about what percentage are they what did you say you'd be surprised like 20 percent of the time people do know what yeah. i'm talking about it was like yeah. I, that show was big enough for a long time especially amongst the people i hang out with and make jokes like that um too. one time at a wedding uh i was standing with my brother and we were talking to this girl and uh he goes um oh the, she starts saying a dream 
she had the night before about the wedding. She was like, I had a dream that like this happened today at the wedding. And I just go, uh, I had a dream that a hamburger was eating me, which is a Seinfeld (laughs) joke. And I basically did it for the benefit of my brother. And he starts dying laughing. And then this girl's like, what? And then you have to explain it. I have to explain it. And then it gets less funny, but it's getting more funny to him because I'm I'm struggling to explain it. And it's just one of those things where it's like, "Ah, I put it out there. Yeah, I know. It's funny. People are always like, oh, these douchey dudes were just standing around quoting stepbrothers. I was like, "Uh, that's what I did for like 10 years. Yeah. Uh, My, uh, my brothers uh my other my two brothers and they both are big stepbrothers i i've seen it once or twice i like it but they how old are your brothers they're younger they, they you're the are, oldest of three I'm boys the oldest of three yeah yeah, yeah. and they too. quote it to each other. oh really yeah we could have talked about that i can't believe we've been fucking wasting our time talking about game <laughs> all right, shows i'll just delete all this okay <laughs> good yeah yeah, yeah yeah um so they look up to me as a role model and <laughs> that is yeah, not true in no, my <laughs> no not at all uh are your brothers funny yes are they funnier than you uh no. Do no. they think so? No. They're both very funny to me. Uh I think they're funny to other people. They do make me laugh like harder than anybody. Like it, you're friends with like I always like to say like I'm yeah. friends with objectively some of the funniest people sure. like yeah. that other that America agrees are hysterical yes. and I still think my brothers crack me up more than Yeah, my brothers and then to a certain extent like my college friends who are like, you know, not professional comedians. I mean, it's just the, the amount of time that you spend with somebody and then the, the the level of, like, the depth of the jokes you have. And just, like, being able to text someone. I mean, this is horrible, but, like, my brother and I have, like, a running thing where, like, every time a celebrity or a famous person dies, we have to be the first one to text the other one that that person died. <laughs> and it's just, like, for whatever reason, it's, it's running. It's not even a joke. It's just, like, a thing. <laughs> I, I don't know why. It's just it's this thing that we do that we enjoy. It's terrible. I have like yeah. a long running uh, group text with my two brothers and I'll sometimes get super baked and just scroll through and laugh filled with gifts and just yeah. awful things and uh, like bouncing complaints about our mom back and forth. Like yeah. just like uh, older brother shit. Yeah. What was the next game show for you? What, what else have you worked uh, on? Let's see. I I mean, let's see. I worked on a couple that were not too exciting. World Series of Pop Culture was, I mean, was fun. Probably the best... I worked on a game show called The Chase for GSN that uh, was actually a good show, but I don't think a lot of people watched it. No, nope, the no. most fun was pro- I think it was the last game show I got to work on was I did get to work on the Pyramid, not the one that's on now, the primetime one, but it was for Game Show Network. Uh-huh. It was um, hosted by uh, this guy named Mike Richards. Who I think Kramer, also, yeah, <laughs> Kramer, yeah. Um, this was but, post, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. post Caroline. Very, it was the, yeah, it was a, <laughs> it was a very inappropriate. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was an edgy game show <laughs> to say <laughs> the least. <laughs> the top category of the pyramid is just racial slurs. No. Um, but uh, no, it was so it was super fun and great group of people. And probably the most fun part was um, I got to be not just a writer on the show, but I got to be the uh, judge who would ding the bell. Oh, wow. And so it was me. It was one other guy. It was me and another guy, and I was the correct answer, and he was the, like, I was the ding, and he was the whoo-hoo. Oh, that's you know, where really he, fun. Where and he you guys can, like, like if look you, at each other and be like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would do, when they would get a correct answer, I would ding the bell. And uh, then when he when they would say given an, uh, an illegal clue, he would uh, ding the bell. But it was like a lot of pressure. It was like it was one of those things where, um, you know how like 
you see a control room like in a TV in a TV or in the movies, and it's very rarely like as exciting as they make it look. But right. it's but this Money was Monster like, is coming to mind, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was super exciting because it was like thirty seconds on the clock, like money's yeah. at stake. Like these people are super into it, and like you're the guy. Like you I know. will say, the energy of shooting a game show is yeah. very intense. It was. It was like it's one of those things where you know when somebody gets it right or when somebody wins the money like you're genuinely all because like, they're not winning your person. money no yeah, yeah exactly and, yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. not taking your money it's making for good tv yeah. which is your job as a writer or producer on yeah. it or the host you want it to be good and it's just exciting to see someone else win money if oh, you yeah. can't win it it's yeah. better like if you if there's no way you could have won it and the other thing is like knowing that you sort of structured the show to create the ultimate amount of drama and like you right. nailed it is like a very rewarding experience like when somebody gets the wins the money with like one second left on the clock that means like you did your job that's perfectly exactly what so like knowing do. is like that's awesome so the show substitute i hosted real quick aside yeah. uh the final would come down to one student wins five thousand dollars or there's a, a, a student who was voted on voted by the rest of the class called the people's champ yeah and if they won the uh the, the other 19 students split the five thousand oh, dollars wow. and in my head like it, it would be like 400 something dollars each for the yeah. kids. But when the class won, when yeah. 19 kids win 400 bucks, yeah. it's the most ex- – I'm getting chills talking about it right now because it is the most exciting room to be in is when no. 19 kids get $500. That's so exciting. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah, that's an insane – Like, and for uh, that many winners, they're like, yeah. And then it's like there's one kid who almost won 5Gs because they were the smartest and no one likes them because they're the smartest kid in yeah. class. Um, I uh, – the fun a couple fun things about pyramid one was i um so we would also one of my other jobs i would go in and prep the contestants and teach them about all the different like things they could and couldn't say and i'd be like the judges will let you say this the judges will let you say that but what they didn't know is i was one of the judges so it was like the whole time is like this like power of god thing where it's like you know where i know that i'm the guy who's deciding (laughs) you know on these things but then um also uh i oh there were a couple of funny things that happened where they had to like edit them out of the show because uh, this is like, um, uh, so uh, one was, you know, the first round they, they get 30 seconds. They have to guess seven clues. Right. And one was like, it was um, all celebrities names. And what happens when is people feel this pressure when there's like two seconds left on the clock and they just blurt out whatever's uh, yeah. in their mind. <laughs> and so like John Travolta comes up with like one second left and this lady just goes, oh, his son just died. And it's like, <laughs> Why would you say that on a fucking like good time game show? Like that's not like that. Is that even if it's is that the first thing you think of? And then the other one was uh, it was like movies and the movie that came up was uh, The Help. And this guy with one second left, as the buzzer just, just sparked out, this is the black movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they somehow edited that out in post. Because, right. like, yeah. And, and also, like, is it? Is it really the black no, movie? No, like, first no. of all, there are there are hundreds of... It's not the... It, yeah, no, it features yeah. black actors. Yeah, it's not... Yeah, yeah it's not yeah. like... Meet the blacks. It's, yeah, so, like, it's we not like, the wood. It's not how Stella got no, her groove yeah, yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's uh, that was those were really really uh, funny. And then the the one category I was always trying to get on um, in the final round, the final pyramid, uh, which would be like you know you name the, they name the words, and I always thought it'd be a good category. Um, 
places you find lint. <laughs> and, I got, and I was like, come on, your dryer, uh, your belly, belly button. button. Pockets. Yeah. And then they were like, there's not enough pla- places you find lint that that would even be interesting. <laughs> You're like, trust me on trust this, guy. There's three. That's enough. Yeah, <laughs> someday yeah, you'll yeah. have your own game yeah, show. Someday. someday it'll you'll, ju- yeah. It'll just all be about lint. Yeah. Do you ever have like I, – I, I still like when I'm trying to come up with like real ideas. Still come up with ideas for like game shows or an unscripted. Oh, reality I have show. the problem with, is like every idea has been come up with, right? And like I actually once had like a friend of mine and I had a pitch meeting at game show ne- at game show network where we had like what we thought was a really good idea. I don't even remember what it was about, but we thought we had a really good idea for a game show, and we were like, let's go in and pitch them the idea and see if they'll let us shoot like a test pilot yeah and so we went in we pitched them the idea and they were like oh that's a good idea have you guys shot a test pilot it's like that's why we're here i thought you know and they were like oh you know because like all the ideas are out there you just right. need the wherewithal to it just needs like, to work actually yeah. shoot it and <laughs> make it happen yeah. yeah game shows have been around forever and there's just yeah. slight variations always right it's like everybody i mean you have two brothers you probably made up like weird games oh, in your house yeah. that you would just play yeah. and or like i was in the simpsons trivia club and the rugrats trivia club in junior high which was like one guy writes a hundred questions in a, yeah. <laughs> on a piece of loose leaf and you have to answer them. I was always the guy like in high school college who'd be like hosting like the trivia night at like talent show or yeah. whatever where I they, would be do- I did yeah. all like the, the academic bowls in yeah. high school and shit like that I wanted so badly like I love my knowledge of minutia that's why I don't allow people to look up shit on their phones on this podcast because I just want to try to remember yeah I used to be the guy like I always talk about this too but my brother would like when I was at college I'd get like my my cell phone ring and I, I or my dorm room phone and I'd answer and my brother would be like um in cable guy when he you know it would be like the most, <laughs> it would be like what's the name of the actor that was in blank and I'm like yeah. yes or like uh what it's the natural disasters or earthquake and yeah. you know like it would be like the best I it's love probably good that I, it's weird because I have mixed feelings about it because I've my memory has faded the point right now. Do have to Google a lot of those things? Yeah, um, I, I feel you on that. <laughs> and, um, and so, like, it's sad that I don't remember that much stuff. But then, it maybe is also happy <laughs> that yeah. I'm not. You don't need that. Yeah, stuff. I don't. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it's weird. Like stuff that came in pre a certain time in your life is just burned. That, you oh. know? like when you had nothing but the like up until I was like 21 when all like. I could obsess over m- yeah. movies. Like, I could watch Fight Club 12 times. Right. You know, and be like, I know it by heart. Yeah. I know everything. I've researched every element, any yeah. noun I had never heard before, I now know. And now like, you don't even remember that you were in Fight Club. <laughs> I know. Now I, <laughs> now I watch a movie, and it ends, and I'm like, I look it up on IMDb, and I'm like, I don't even remember the scene this is referencing. <laughs> and I watch it a half hour ago. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's that's a problem. Yeah. Um, Golditch, thank you so much for Dude, coming into so the High and Mighty Studios and talking with you. It me. was awesome. Yeah. I'm so relieved I didn't have to get high. Yeah, I know. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did. <laughs> I, I'm glad I didn't have. You're dead by choice. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah well, I'm glad I wasn't beholden to some stupid premise. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What uh what what would you like to plug here? I know uh, you have please, your own podcast. Yeah, listen to the Sorry I've Been So Busy podcast. I co-host with Andrew Goldstein, and uh, we talk to people about what they're busy with and yeah. what their day is like. It's uh it's not that much different. Than yeah, this. it's a uh, great group of untapped podcast talent. Yes. because that's the that's the not excluding you and uh, Goldstein, yeah, yeah. who I love, but like. 
you guys have people who are a not on podcast yeah. normally, or b it's like you're asking like guys who are longtime New York yeah. City TV producers. <laughs> we we try to mix it up. Part of the reason is also because uh, a lot of uh, comedians have similar days, and so yeah, the, the idea at one point, you know, when we're like talking about like. Uh, t- uh, take us through your day, and we had like three or four people in a row who were like, you know, great, funny people, but all some variations. Like, well, I wake up, I get coffee, I walk around, <laughs> yeah. and then I sort of go to a place and I write, and then, I, and you know, <laughs> and Andrew was like, we need to get some people with real jobs, right? On. So we started, we uh, we did that, and it's been really fun. So, I like, look forward to my uh, yeah. my episode. Of, yes. Um, uh, oh, when I you're cannot, in New York, we're yeah, absolutely cannot, having I cannot you wait. On. Yeah. Um, also, this episode will come, will come out. Uh, a week from it'll be next Thursday. Okay. So when does your episode of at midnight? Oh, end? it'll have already aired. Effect. Well, maybe you DVR at midnight. Yeah. Check out Goldage. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and watch late night with Seth Meyers. Yeah, please to see and and uh, tweet at Goldage after every sketch or joke you like and ask if it was him. That ask it. if it was me. <laughs> And then also, um, and please uh, tag it with uh, ideas that you think are better. <laughs> right, please. Um, that are just quotes from other movies. <laughs> if you could do that, that would be super helpful. And what are you on Twitter if people want to tweet at, at us? Any game show memories and stuff like that? At Matt Goldich, M-A-T-T-G-O-L-D-I-C-H. At Matt Goldich. I'm at John Gabris. No H's in John or Gabris. Tweet at us with uh, game show memories. Yes. Or if you've worked on game shows or worked with us on game shows, please yeah. open up the fucking dialogue. Yeah. As always, um, check out... Out, uh, my high and mighty t-shirt store um, rate me five stars and roast me in the comments like uh, I didn't set this up at the beginning of the podcast but you should know that by now and uh, that's about it anything else Gold no that's All it right. well Thanks, man thank you bye shitheads that was a headgum podcast